Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to On Base Live in your Bleach Report app. I am your host, Mookie Betts. And today we got uh, OG. Mr. Jay Hay himself, Jason Hayward. What's going on, my man? How you doing? I'm good, bro. I'm chilling. Was was it tough waking up this morning for this? No, I don't think so. Were you excited? Because you know we talked about it a couple times, and uh, and uh, it didn't go through earlier. And now that you're on here, were you excited about coming on? I'm excited because I'm just curious about like what Mook's about to ask me. Like, mm. like what what's going to be the topic of discussion? The anticipation. You know. Um, and then, like, how how in depth we're we gonna go? And I think I'll say that because when I saw us going to Boston, mm-hmm. you going back first time, um, even earlier in the year, just hearing that you thought you were gonna be there your whole career, yeah. Like just seeing like the stuff that the the internet picked up on yeah. from the podcast so far this year. I'm like, All right, like, I wonder what we're gonna get into this episode. Well, let's get into it then, my brother. But before we do, won a World Series in 2016. For those the, for the viewers that don't know, and OG got five gold gloves. You gonna have a chance to win another one this year too. Like you balling out there, dog. It's actually it's been one of my favorite things in the world because I've gotten to play second base all because of you, dog. You my you my guy. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna qualify for enough innings. You don't think so? I don't. I don't think so. You know that. Really? You know that I know so it. hard to win. Yeah. As you know, you yeah. got plenty of them yourself. <laughs> Um, but you don't think so? I don't think I'm gonna get enough innings. Well, we gonna see. We gonna see. But, we, gonna, we gonna. But either way, like playing second, playing right field behind you at second, knowing that you got gold. Oh yeah. When, yeah, the, when yeah. the ball goes up, I'm yeah, like, yeah, I ain't gonna say nothing. Yesterday there was a pop up, mm-hmm. and I looked at you, and you went the opposite way of the pop up. Opposite way. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> I guess he didn't want to. He didn't want to catch it, but whatever. I go do it. It was kind of deep. Yeah, it was. I was deep, and then, yeah. but it was kind of going like towards foul territory. And I saw you look at me. I was like, "Yep, this is one of them times. I ain't gonna say nothing. Move, yep. got it. Yeah, it does. got it. Yeah. So, all right. So I play a game called on base, off base. You know, it's the rules are: if you like it, you're in. If you don't like it, you're out. Pretty simple. So if I like it, I just say on base, on base. And if I don't like it, off base, off base. Got it. Right. All right. So first thing, usher will be a top five Super Bowl halftime performance. Are you on base or off base on that? I feel like for where we are 2023, this generation, a lot of people gonna know these songs. Yeah. They're gonna know the vibe. Yeah. On base. I think I'm on base with that too. Um, you know, at the gala, you know, that was just a little mini show for him. Mm-hmm. And he had us out there shaking it. <laughs> you know, he had us out there acting a fool. Boy, that's where the Freddie came from. That's exactly. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, we got a whole new like, uh, extra base hit, celebration, celebration sign, all that from the Usher Gala. Songs. For, for how, I don't even know how long he performed, but it felt like we were out there for like three hours. <laughs> yeah, I think it was, he was probably out there for an hour maybe. And man, he we, uh, we shook it. So yeah, I think uh, you're on base on that. I think Usher will for sure be a, a t- top five Super Bowl performance. All right, what about this? Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey's relationship is a PR stunt. Ooh. Man, see, like, this is tough for me because I don't want to, like, judge them. Yeah, you don't want to judge. I don't want to judge them either, but and I, and it's, it wasn't like an on-base, off-base to judge them. It was more just to kind of talk about because I think it's neat. I agree. I think it's neat. I'll say this. I'm on-base, but I'll give, like, context yep. to that. Let's do it. 
I think it's a PR stunt because that's just who they are. Like they've earned mm-hmm, that in their mm-hmm, lives. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. regular relationship or not, whatever, they can be enjoying it intimate, but I think it just turns into a PR stunt because of the accolades and the success they both have. It's inevitable. inevitable. You know, in, in, uh, did you see her at the game? Did you watch some of the game? And I see saw her, her sitting next to Travis' mom uh-huh, okay. and then like had some of her crew in there and then I saw them walk out. And then I also saw that they went to a restaurant or whatever. They went oh, to like so a, they a, a post-game party and she took pictures with fans, paid for the restaurant food, but said, everybody, y'all got to get out of here. Mm. I got your food, but you got to go so we can be normal-ish. Mm. Dang, I did not know none of that. So, Taylor, that, that's cool. Good for you, Good for you, Taylor. Shout out to you for doing that. But, right, absolutely. So so I wonder how they met. You know, I'm, I'm going to ask Trav one day. Like, how did that all come about? Because, you know. I got to let the regular show, Mookie's going to ask Trav because he knows Trav. Like, Mookie oh, got it he, like that. Uh, yeah, he he acts like he don't have it like that, but I'm like, Mook, like, why are you asking me what we're doing today? You tell me what we're doing. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we go about <laughs> Okay, all right. Next subject, uh, on base, off base. I asked this before, and you should. I didn't get an answer. You should be able to answer this. Uh-oh. Magic City has the best wings in Atlanta. I'm going to be honest. I've only been one time. Oh. Yeah, I've only been one time, and I I wasn't uh, I wasn't trying to get food. Really? But I'm also when I eat wings, like this is dramatic, and Freddie will tell you. But if I'm eating wings, especially in Atlanta, but I'm getting wings at home only, uh, tank top or no shirt. Because I'm digging in, bro. Oh, okay. you know what I'm okay. saying? Like, going, and like you, I'm well, going in, you, and it's lemon pepper. So you mild sprinkle with lemon pepper. Mild sprinkle with lemon pepper. Messy. But I'm, I'm digging in. So I don't want to be out somewhere eating wings mm. and like whatever. Cause I'm smelling like wings the rest mm-hmm. of the time. Probably for like into the next day, because I'm I'm grubbing. Why you take your shirt off though? What you don't want to uh, get it? It's gonna be a mess. Mm. I just want to eat them and enjoy them and like not slow down. Mm. None of that. Like just, So you don't like you you can't eat and not? Drop it on your shirt? I can, but it's just like, bro, if I'm just at home, case. comfortable, like, mm-hmm. kicking it. You just got drawers on, too? You got pants no, on? I got pants on, shorts, pants on. basketball okay, shorts, no whatever. Shirt. There's no shirt. Like, bro, mess up a shirt for mm-hmm. Like, you know, go ahead and just bro, enjoy the wings. Mm-hmm. But back to the to the question, like, I can't say if they do. So so who who has the best wings in Atlanta? Because all the Atlanta people evidently hadn't been to Madison City, so I don't even know where to go. When, I, mean, I don't even know who got good wings. I'm sure if you do a poll, there's plenty of people in Atlanta that will answer. Okay. And give you that. But I, I rock with uh, American Deli every time I go home. And like, that's, I don't get no pub from this. I don't have no kind of deal. There's no endorsement. <laughs> yeah. I just, when that's I go just home, spot. American Deli. Okay. That's it. I'm going to go. I mean, to American Deli or Magic? Uh, I mean, <laughs> we might as well go get 10 from one and 10 from the other, and I can answer this myself. I feel that. That's going to be the only way to find out. Okay. All right. What about this? All right. Last one on this. Wrigley is the most electric stadium in the MLB. And I say that because J.P. Crawford came on the show, mm-hmm. and he he said to him Wrigley was his favorite mm-hmm. uh, park, and he referenced when you hit a walk-off grand slam. Mm-hmm. He said that feeling of, you know, when even though he was on the other team, like that feeling was the most electric thing that he had been a part of. No, I got I got to give it to him, and I got to give it to Wrigley. Um, even before I signed with the Cubs, mm-hmm. played there for seven years. Like that was my favorite ballpark to visit all time. Whether you got no VP because it's day games or you had night game, mm-hmm. uh, there was always that nostalgia. But. uh I compared playing in Wrigley to something I haven't even seen in person yet. Um, you know, hopefully I get to do that this offseason, but catching like a European um, soccer oh, football okay. game okay. in person. Yeah. Like to me, it's just that vibe. It's like, bro, it's just people are logged into the game. You're allowed to drink, obviously, mm-hmm. and, and like and taking alcohol at Wrigley. Um, but it's like a it's like a day party, bro. That's okay. You know what I'm saying? It's Is like the pregame. The day, the, the day games. And you play so many day games, so you don't really get to, you know, go through the BP and do all this stuff. So really, it's just you kind of wake up in the morning, you go play, and the feeling around you is like folks are here just kicking it. Kicking it, bro. But they're watching the game, too, because really too. fans, Ch- Chicago fans are, are they are, they own you. Bro, they know the game. They love the game. Um, it's just in, it's in their DNA. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's just, 
Bro, it's just so many people. It's 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 just a vibe. Like the smallest detail, ball one, during in the bat, fan. <sighs> <laughs> you know and like the first time I remember seeing that um, in my career was going to Boston when I was with Atlanta because Boston was good at the time um, they won in 13 mm -hmm. the ring but no really just when we were rolling we had that four to five year stretch but everything oh, was it yeah. like you can reach base on the air if you're like, going crazy like good hustle yeah, like, huh? yeah, yeah. You know, um, but no, I hadn't gotten experience really like that. This is so that walk off to JP's point. That was, that was, that was, that was dope. That was dope. And you pimped it a little bit, and you'll never do that. That was it was the end. Yeah, it was it. it was well, that moment, yeah. job was done. Yeah. That moment, it was uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's keep it moving. So you know, this is your first year here, and you instantly like kind of took on took on a, a leadership role. There's like a, a little group of us, but you know, you're one of the main leaders or, or whatever you want to call yourself. And you won the Roy Campanella award. How did with this being your first year here, you winning the Roy Campanella award, you taking on this quote unquote leadership role amongst the group. Like how has it been being a leader or whatever with the Dodgers and, and, and being a part of all that? Um, I think the biggest thing, like you said, like it's a group of us. Mm -hmm. So it's not something that's comes alone. Like it doesn't you know, just happen like an instant thing. Like, oh, yeah. Jay Hay came in here, OG came in and started talking and we had a leader. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like it's 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 fun to be a part of this group mm -hmm. and the vibe that we have that does help lead this team. Um, but then to come in like year one, first time with a group, it's been special. It's been different, man. As it, see, but see, that's something you can say. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the biggest and most rewarding thing for me is like to hear from people that have been here, like that it's been different in a good way. Yeah. Not shaming or, you know, talking down do on like, what's been going on, but like it's cool to see good differences. Mm -hmm. And that, and that's the thing, like, that's what I love about the Dodgers as a whole. Like, you know, they, they do anything and everything for the guys, for mm -hmm. the, for the players. And so, um, you know, I mean, I think, adding on guys you know we lost some guys and they, they got and a part of that is just the business part of it right they Absolutely. got it the Dodgers are gonna do what's best for the for the business part of it and then they brought in guys like you man and I think that's why uh not even base not even baseball wise not even playing the game I guess guys like you and Miggy DP and our little crew I think that's why we're good and that's because we have our little group of leaders man it's 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 it's, it's dope it's no, funny no. it's funny it's because those guys are hilarious hilarious, you know? <laughs> hilarious the bus rides all that stuff um you know whatever so and then going through the season you taking on this leadership role or whatever and it really fits you because you've also been playing well you know as well and you know for a little bit you you stop getting a little playing time yeah and how how was it going through that? Because you had signed a deal with, with Chicago for what, what was it, 190 or something? like 184.2. 184.2. I believe. <laughs> okay. So you signed that deal, boom, boom, boom. And then you get to a point where you may not, I ain't going to say you're not the same player, but it's, it's you go through a rough patch. Mm -hmm. and, and tell me about going through that rough patch. I got you. No, I appreciate you asking that. Um, I feel like when I came in the game, yep, twenty years old, two thousand ten. Like, bro, you play every day, every day. Don't ask any questions. And there were steps along the way where I had veterans, coaches, whoever, help show me that that's also the way. Okay, and that you're not always gonna feel a hundred percent. No doubt. I mean, you know, there's a whole type of meaning and feeling on uh -huh. that. Um. But then getting to Chicago, it was like, all right, like y'all just saw me play in 2015 with St. Louis. Started off really slow with them. New scene, new vibe, whatever. Uh -huh. Got acclimated and and played it out and had a really good year. Did a lot of things to help my team win, run the bases, gold glove all defense, stuff, yeah. all that. And so I'm seeing myself get to Chicago and I'm like, okay, we got a really good team. There's high expectation once again. Started off slow, and just like, all right, well, I'm just gonna keep playing, uh -huh. and I'm gonna figure this out. We're gonna get through it. 
little knickknack injury, this and that, whatever. That's forget it. Like, yep. bro, let's go play, let's win. Yep. And that first year, 2016, was probably like one of the toughest years personally in my life. Like on the field, off the field. But because we're playing baseball and I'm playing at Wrigley, we got a great team around me. Yep. Bro, let's let's go win and, and enjoy that. It was almost like a getaway for you. Probably, I would assume. It felt like there was no getaway. Oh, at not even, time. not even. At that time, it felt oh, like there was wow. no getaway. Okay, so that's rough. Tell me some more. Rough, rough, bro. It's just, you know, living life. Like, that was the third new city, second new city in three years. Yep. Going from Atlanta home, mm -hmm. St. Louis, then Chicago. Um, day game vibe. Like, that was different. Getting that's a whole back. different, like, I, I'll, and I'll, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. But yeah, that, just all day games is, like, completely different, too. Figuring that out. But also not doing it with some more expectation, but also just like more attention put on it. Mm -hmm. Like you signed the highest yeah. contract in, in franchise the, history, the, whatever. Eyes are on you, especially in Chicago. You know what do we what do we just pay for? Let's right. see it. Exactly, absolutely. But that's fine. Like I'm not about baseball. You're gonna fail. Right. Been doing it my whole life. Like how do you handle it? And I think that's just that was the epitome of that first year. Um, how do you handle it? And mm -hmm. it was helping my team bring home a championship. Um, but each year, I felt like I progressed, got better, figured it out, uh, figured out the system, uh -huh. the matchups. But the toughest thing was the two parts. They weren't really sure how they wanted to do it, uh -huh. matchup-wise, and like, for our whole team, it was tough because mm. you had a bunch of first-rounders on that group. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know, like, you bad for a long time, you got a bunch of first-rounders yeah. to come up and do well, contribute. So we were all like, Hold on. To me, I ain't playing today. I just hit a walk off off a lefty <laughs> last night. Like, but I ain't yeah. starting tomorrow. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And I'm making 24 mil yeah. this year yeah, with yeah. Gold Glove defense. That's not how you came up. No. So I'm like, bro, everybody looking at me like this man ducking out on us. Mm -hmm. so, you know, I'm like, bro, now I want to play, but I'm not playing today. Right. They're like, oh, okay, you hit a grand slam and you out, huh? Mm -hmm. You're going to leave us. Mm -hmm. So those are thoughts that you know, kind of get in the way of like what's important, right. focusing on swing, yep. rhythm, mm -hmm. flow, all that kind of stuff. Um, then it got to a point in 2019, I shot off really well. Had a, had a nice April. Um, we had just got back from Seattle, actually. I think I'm hitting 328, 330 at the time. And we're going to face St. Louis, three righties. Okay. Starting. First game, I think I started batted eighth in front of the pitcher. Okay. And then the next game, I don't start. Walker's on the mound. Uh -huh. And I'm like, bro, what, what we got going here? Like, we trying to stay in first place. Like, I think we were out of first by two games or maybe in first by a couple, uh -huh. whatever it was. But I'm like, bro, this this never adds up to me. Like, I get it if I'm not playing well. But if I'm playing well, you bro, be playing, yeah. get in there. Um, But those are things that I just had to learn how to deal with on the fly in this new era of baseball. Yeah, it is um, a new era of so baseball, and I think that was a part of the tough times in Chicago. Just way too many thoughts, not focused on what do I need every day to be the best player uh -huh, for myself. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Um, but learn how to do that. Like you had to learn how to do that on the fly. And you can't. There's no way to learn that the only experience. Exactly. And once you experience, it's too late. You can't go back and change it. Right. One hundred percent. And and so that was to me like the difficult time there. But um, I ended up in that game actually. Someone got hurt coming off the bench. So I had to face Walker for two oh. Almost hit a homer. One time, flew out deep left center, good swipe. And then I don't remember what happened the next at bat. Maybe I got out, maybe I walked, whatever. Whatever, it didn't matter. But either way, just things like that, I'm just like, bro, there's a lot of stuff not making sense here that I'm trying to get my, wrap my head around. Mm -hmm. But I need to be focused on playing. Yeah, but you you let it affect you in the wrong way. Absolutely. Absolutely. And cool though. I mean, that's that's part of it. That's, that's part of the. So let's go back before that, because mm -hmm. I want to talk to you when you you're from Georgia and then you got it drafted by Atlanta mm -hmm. and getting drafted by your hometown team. You know, like, how was that? Like, you, you know, I'm assuming all your homeboys, everybody that everybody was excited about it. Absolutely. Take me through their draft day. Draft day was I believe it when I see it. Like that was my whole oh, okay. process. Okay. Everybody's like, oh, you gonna get drafted right here, top, top five, top top four, whatever. The uh Rockies gonna take you with the eighth pick. Oh, if they don't want you, the Marlins really want you at twelve. Like what what you think? And then it's like, okay, well, Atlanta's at fourteen. 
Mm-hmm. You know, ho- hopefully that works out. I'm like, yeah, that would be that would be cool. Dope. But you didn't care where you went though. I wanted to go as high as I can go. Okay. Just yeah. based on like the work put in, yeah. my, my family, uh, mom and pop sacrifices, everyone, coaches, all that stuff, trainers. I'm like, bro, we we shooting for the top, and then we'll see where it falls. Uh-huh. David Price goes one yep. overall, rightfully so. Cold dude. Uh-huh. Um, but I ended up getting drafted by Atlanta, and that was the first year that the first round of draft was on television. Oh, okay, okay. But I stayed at home with the fam, whatever people around me. Get down to the 14th pick. People are like, oh, this is it. This is it. I'm like, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> and phone rings. It's the Braves calling. Everybody's, you know, doing the whole listening in and stuff. Um, and then they let me know, hey, we, we would love you being Atlanta Brave and this and that. Love to have you and the family come down to the stadium today if you can. Um, I hang up the phone and they're like, is that it? That was it? That was it? That was it. And, and so that was that was really cool. That was cool, man. I, be, I bet that was cool, especially going. Because I feel like, you know, growing up in Nashville, man, you know, it would be so cool to stay and play in Nashville. But then now, now that I'm playing, I don't know that I would enjoy playing at home. <laughs> you know, I feel like home, was it would be a lot worse. But whatever it is, it is what it is. And you hooped before. I mean, I ain't going to say before you started playing baseball, but. Uh, I hooped, like. Hoop-ish. Like, yeah, and you I left-handed. You, you didn't have a jumper? I could shoot. I could play. I could – I would compare my game to James Harden. Mm. But I just got to – I can't disrespect the craft because I know how hard it is to to be good at something. Yep. I was playing with the dudes in, in PE. Oh, like, okay. they were on the team and whatnot. Every time the basketball coach from my high school came in the gym, he was looking at Oh, he got mad at you. Like this, hell, mm. you need to be on the team. Like, he don't know what he's doing. Like he got yeah. me out here looking like a fool for not playing this and that. He in here dunking, catching hoops, shooting three, whatever. But I don't know how good I would have been if I played for real, for real. I would have worked at it and and competed. But like I had a lot of fun in, in my high school heyday. And do you still talk to like your homeboys from hooping? Bro, no, I don't. I didn't hoop hoop. I this thought, this I, was I thought you, Oh, I thought you you didn't play physical ed. You didn't play no high school, not even early or nothing. No, I played baseball only. <laughs> and you was dunking on so you just didn't want to play? So it came down to basketball starts in the fall, right? Yep. Pretty much like practices and then mm-hmm. the real tournament for high school is like, all right, kicks off like Christmas, holiday time. Yep. Perfect game when I was 14 years old. That was like the big time to get to the underclass showcase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my pops was like, all right, well, you can play basketball. That was cool. He played basketball. His uncle played basketball. You said late for John Wooden. Oh, nice. Okay. But he was like, you can play basketball, but you ain't doing baseball too at the same time. Mm. Like, we ain't doing the showcase and this and that. And you hoop. Like, which one are you going to pick? I was like, we're going to the we're going to the showcase. Yeah, we're going to go down do. here and get this exposure. And so that's how it just ended up being um, baseball only for me. Because showcases took over, and there was no off season, so to speak. No, I mean, especially in Georgia, because Georgia's, you know, guys are playing the year whole year. Had, had to. Had to at that time. And that was kind of like the kickoff of, like, starting to be more travel ball heavy. Oh, okay. Um, okay. But, but no, the, my friends and stuff like that from high school, never forget them. Always cherish yeah, them. Sure. Um, but we went through everything. So, you, that's crazy, man. I didn't. I thought for sure you would have hooped or, or did something else other than base because you're too athletic. You know what I'm saying? You, you're too athletic to to just. But I mean, I guess it. And what's crazy is for me, like I did the opposite. Mm-hmm. I probably hooped more than I played baseball. So if I had I played baseball, I could have maybe could went earlier. Uh, maybe could, went could, earlier. Could, could in there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what, what could you have done? I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't, you could have won a ring. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> A couple, maybe three. Oh no, no, we we gonna see. We gonna try to put it. And then okay, so <laughs> um, playing ball, get drafted, all stuff. You go through the minor leagues, uh-huh. and you flew through because you debut so early. Take me through your first at bat. So your first at bat, you are on deck. Tell me about from on deck to that at bat because it was epic. Before I get to on deck, this is before the game. I'm in my locker. You're a rookie, 20 years old, but you are seen and not heard. Mm, okay. okay. And um, But I'm just kind of locking in, like, to what I think is locking in for a game at that time. Yep. Because you don't really know what locking in means. Right. But, okay. 
everything's new at this point. Like yeah. it's it's not new baseball, but it's new. Mm -hmm. Chip comes over to me. I'm like, oh damn, what I do? <laughs> Hell, I do. I was like, bro, I'm in the wrong spot where I need to be. <laughs> and he's like, hey, same game, sixty feet, six inches, ninety feet in the base pass, same game. You know, play ball. Mm -hmm. Do you think? All right, man, I appreciate that shit. <laughs> now, now let's get back to on deck. Okay. We go down 3 nothing. Yep. In the top of the first. I'm batting seventh on, on this day. And by the time I'm going to hit, it's 3-3. Three, three. We tie it up. Two guys on base. Chip is one of the two guys that score on the play before me. I'm like, all right, you know what I'm saying? Game, this and that. I see Chip. This motherfucker look at me talking about something. Hey, let's go. <laughs> Switch now. Let, let's go. Big boys, everything. I'm like, hold on, bro. What happened? Like, you just said, same game, missing that. Now let's go. Okay. So I'm like, all right, bro. He said, let's go. So that means you got to go. If Jeff said, let's go. got to go. You got to go. Whatever he said in there don't count. Yeah. <laughs> but I still, I did a pretty good job of just being in the moment, slowing things down. Um, taking some deep breaths, whatever I had to do, getting into this at bat, and just wanted to keep it simple. Like, mm -hmm. Don't try and do too much. Um, first couple pitches, Zambrano up and in, letting it eat. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know that was coming in hot, too. Coming in hot. Angry heaters. Mm -hmm. You know, it said 94, especially as, felt like 98. Yeah, especially after giving up, you know, three and, well, I guess he ended up giving, what, giving up. How many? Oh, what was he that? He gave up three at that point. At that point, yeah. After they took the lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but first couple of pitches, not brush back, but he was hoping like I swing in off whatever. And you were a rookie, so he's probably trying to take it out on you too. Right. So next pitch two zero. So all right, bro. Like be ready. Like mm -hmm. we hunting. Nice and easy swipe. Didn't even feel it hit the bat. Ah, that's the best feeling in the world. You know, like <laughs> back of the bullpen, and I hit the ball. I'm like, bro, that's that's leaving. Mm. But I'm like, hey, it went that far, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, hit the base, touched the bases, my helmet. I remember my ear hole just vibrating, like rattling as I'm around the bases because it was so loud. Mm -hmm. And I heard the chance of, let's go, hey, we're this and that. Yeah. But um, I just think everybody was just tuning in to, let's see what happens here. Yeah. Like, this dude's from here, whatever. Um, Cubs, Braves, and let's just see how it goes in first swing. Homer, but as I get between first and second, the only thought in my mind was, bro, we win. Mm -hmm. We're down three, we mm -hmm. up three. Mm -hmm. That's that's all I cared mm -hmm. about. Mm -hmm. And let's go. That's kind of that's probably what has and what will keep you around for a long time. And uh, something I had to learn is your first thought was we're winning, like just simply winning the game, like playing to win. I feel like makes you a better player. You do, it doesn't take, it does take practice and all that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. But playing the game, not for yourself, but playing it to win, I feel like makes it, uh, makes you feel a little bit better, even if you don't play well. And people like being around you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> people like being around you. People like, you know, just you, you're you. Yeah. you when you play to win, you look like Jason Hayward. Damn, maybe not physically. That. That's coming from Cause, the because that's a uh, he's a he's a physical specimen under the clothes. I get the, you know, you look great. I wish I could be long and swole like that, but it is what it is. So hey, you work at it every day. I see that. I've been working ain't at like it. it try. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so take, go back. Let's go back to sixteen because you know you want y'all won the World Series that year in Chicago. Mm -hmm. I think there was a rain delay, mm -hmm. and you had a speech or a talk. And I don't know if people know about that. Can you tell us about it, or or was that kind of like behind closed doors? Oh, I can I can speak on it. Yeah, let's speak um, on it. I, I want to hear about that because I don't even know about it. I know Cubs fans know about it because mm -hmm. they were just every little detail they hold on to, which is which is amazing. Um, but that was just like right time, right place, right people. Um, it was the. It was top nine. We're headed to bottom nine. Okay. Tied. And 
you know, they had just tied the game. We had been up all game. This is game seven, of course. Um, coming back down from three one to Cleveland. Some some badass dudes. Dude, they they I mean, I remember, man. They they were cold. Uh, they was cold. Like pitching, cold. pitching hitting everything. Yeah. Yeah. Two catchers that could call a game, yep. everything. You just like bro, They like, swept us that year. Dang. You know, going in. So keep going. Yeah. And so in my head, when they tied the game, LeBron going crazy on the Jumbotron, Jr. That was Smith. the Chapman or uh, Rajay Davis. That was that yeah. bat. Mm-hmm. Bro, Rajay is choked up on the bat. Like, yeah. if this the, the, I don't even know how to put the bottom of the bat, I guess, like where we usually hold it. Yeah. This mug was up here. <laughs> like this. Like, he had at least four or five inches. Bro, I'm going to hit 98. <laughs> I ain't going to miss it. <laughs> and he hit it. He hit it. But in all fairness to Chappie, like, bro, Chappie threw 55 pitches in game five at Wrigley. The only game we won at Wrigley that series. So he, I think he threw, he came in in the seventh. He got two at-bats. Yeah, Chappie got two at-bats. I was on base watching the Rota Chapman stand in the box. Like, Mm -hmm. we in the World Series, this man in the plate. (laughs) He don't hit. No, he don't hit at all. (laughs) Okay. Game six, we win, we're up five or six. He comes in the game again in game six. And then we get to a game seven. And okay, bro, like they've seen him for three games, yeah. three, four games, 55 pitches of it. He's running on fumes at this point. Mm-hmm. But it's also Chappie's a four seam slider change at, you know, the at the time. Today he's kind of modified that, and that's how he's lasted. Mm-hmm. But, bro, he was he was spent. And so for Rajay to be able to connect on 98, which was not his best fastball. No, that was 98 hearing that at the time. That's like slow. Right. For him. You know right. Like, obviously it was a big moment for them. But in my head, when it happened, I'm just like, all right, bro. Like, that's dope, Rajay. Like, you're the homer, LeBron going crazy. The fans, Cleveland, cool. We should about to win this game, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know what y'all talking about. <laughs> we about to come right back. Mm-hmm. And so... The next inning, top nine, somebody gets on base. I hit a hard ground or whatever, but force out, I get to first base, but I still second. They throw it away, I get to third base. Uh-huh. One down. I'm over there talking about some bro, Sandlot, Sandlot. Like, hey, that's a movie, by the way, if anybody that knows baseball movie, one of the best all time. Yeah. Um, one of my favorites for sure. But that's all I'm thinking in my head. I'm like, bro, anyway, you can get home and touch that plate and score, do it. Uh-huh. But Hobbs up. And Javi's already gone deep this game. NLCS co-MVP for us, him and Johnny Lester. Mm-hmm. Hits a homer off Kluber, Cutter. Bomb, like right center, I believe. Center, right center. It's Shaw. Mm. Riley Shaw who throws Cutter. Yep, cut him Cutter yeah, he's Cutter slider guy. I'm, I'm like, bro, how often go deep again? He works with three, two of them, bro. This at least sack fly. Mm-hmm. And Jonesy third base coach at the time who's with Detroit now, the third base coach comes up to me like, hey, Skip wants you to say the squeak. I said it clearly, but I had to say it how he said it. He said, hey, Skipper wants a safety squeeze. Okay. He, okay. he goes and talks to Hob. Hob's like, hey, Jonesy, he's like, you know, I, I got two strikes, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, I know. Skipper wants a safety squeak. Uh, okay. He comes telling me, I'm like, What's going on? How this going to go? Mm-hmm. So safety squeeze for people who don't know, you're on third base. Sometimes it happens. A lot of times it happens with a runner on first as well. There's nobody mm-hmm. on first. Yep. It's just me on third. You get down the line, you anticipate a bunt going down. And when it's down, you have to read and decipher if it's a good play to run on or not. Hard. It's a, a very hard play to, to – it's not really done anymore. Right. You got to gamble, but you got to gamble right. Mm-hmm. And all that going on in my head, I can only imagine what's going on in Hobbs' head. He tries to bunt it. It's a cutter. Bunts it foul. Strike three. You're out. And I just felt like our whole team was like, bro, what, what is going on? Like, what's up? Mm-hmm. But not only our team, then you got the 30,000 Cubs fans mm-hmm. over there that night for game seven. And then anybody else watching, I can't imagine being somewhere else and hearing like. Oh, I remember watching. Bro, on the radio. And anything. You know, you know what obviously I'm saying? I can't say it now, but it's like, you know. No, I'm saying. 
Say it. No, I can't. No, nah, I can't say it on air. Though no. I was going crazy. I'm like, bro, I was cussing, bro, cussing y'all what you out. Think we doing? Yeah, bro, we fucking cussing. Yeah, cussing y'all out. Like in our head and openly, we're like, bro, what the fuck was that? Yeah, like yeah. this is hard. Yeah, because we believe in each other that much, you know. But I know that for Joe, this mug on the way. Bad. Mm-hmm. He'd been there before. Mm-hmm. On the winning side, as a I don't remember if it was a bench coach, but he was on the staff with the Angels when they won in 02. Yep. Of course, with Tampa in 08, you know, came so close against Philly. They had a tough team. But he was willing to think outside the box and do whatever it took to get an advantage. And that's what made him, to me, the perfect guy to lead that group, mm-hmm. to break his first yep. 108 years. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was just a loop we were going for. Dex comes up. I'm still like, all right, Jay. Like, you know, we we can still do this. You know, it's two outs. <laughs> like, it ain't the same as one out with Javier. Right. But, you know, Dex, Dex, Dex. You go, we go. And Dex is Dex was balling, especially balling. Th- throughout the postseason. Led the game off with a home. Yep. All-star. Yep. You know, and I'm like, yeah, Dex, Dex going to get it done. Hits the ball hard, one hopper up the middle. This was before they cared about yeah. shifts and what side you're on. I'm like, oh, that's through there. The man, Lindo, come across the middle, snag that done like this, throw it over the first day, run on the field. I'm like, bro, we ain't scored. And I come back into the dugout. Everybody else just like sunk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, bro, talk. Like, like, what was that? Yep. We didn't score. Stuff started to snowball. Started raining. And I'm like, oh, a couple heavy cold drops. I'm like, all right, we probably going to keep playing. Nah, they started coming down. They like, hey, they pulled it. I was like, oh, snap. I said, I got I to gotta say something. I just got to say something that rough. You just felt it. It just hit you. It just hit me. I'm like, bro, I, I got to say something to them. Like, we came too far, too good, like, put too much into it. This ain't who we are right now. I don't, I don't like this shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Rossi, hey, bro, just today, Ross, bro, just tell people, like, real quick, man. It's just me in the weight room. Like, so the man, the coaches were in there, too? No. Just the players? Just the players. So when we get in there, our strength coach, Tim Buss, legend in Chicago, legend with the Cubs, legend in baseball. Um, he was about to walk out. He's like, man, let me get the fuck out of your guys' way. Like, I was like, Buss, get your ass in the fucking corner, bro. Like, if anybody needs to be in here, you, you, yeah. you in here. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, okay. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. But Chappie was wearing it pretty heavy, like, uh-huh. Angry tears, like, bro, I just let the team down, but also kind of felt defeated in a sense of, like, bro, I was just given a, a really tough task. And mm-hmm. I wanted it, but they got me that yeah. time. I was like, bro, you good. Don't even, don't even worry about it. Bro. We we got you. And then other people chimed in on that as well. Riz, Dex, mm-hmm. Joe Swarb, mm-hmm. Zoe Swarb. Um, but I was like, look, like we won 103 regular season games. We've been doing our thing in the postseason, overcoming all type of adversity. Mm-hmm. We clinched in San Fran, down from 2-1 against L.A., and here we are. Like, we've handled, I don't want to say bullshit, but, like, the unexpected bullshit. All of it, yeah. You know, all year long better than anyone. That's why we're here right now, back from 3-1. I was like, bro, like, let's go. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we can't control that stuff. Like, every team has that right. stuff they deal with all year. Like, let's let's finish this thing how we started. That's us. Like, that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know what the result's gonna be. But so many times that season, it just felt like, bro, we did not care if we won the game or not. Mm. But like, we would be really. But somebody on defense, all of us, we were so in sync. Like, if somebody made an error, kind of like our team right now, yeah. twenty twenty three. But even more so then, like, bro, somebody was talking shit. Oh, really? But somebody made an error. Like, look at this. Bro, like what you doing, bro? Like you over here throwing uh, shit away. Like, you, yeah, you know, okay. like let's go. Yeah, like, real should be like, hey man, how hit me in the fucking chest? Uh, let's okay. go, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if Wilson threw a ball like too hard or radically or whatever, real should be like, hold on, bro. Like mm. let's go. <laughs> yeah, okay. Like, work on that. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I just need to see that. I need to see those vibes. Let's let's finish that way. Yeah. And then, well, the right people in the room. People started chiming in, and yeah, well, they had it. When you yeah. just need to start it all. That's it. Just, just get the the morale back to not giving it back. And obviously, it worked. It, it won it, the ring, right? What did you do after you won the ring? Did you 
did you go to Disneyland or something? I did not deserve to go to no fucking Disneyland. <laughs> what did you do? I um I went to the Gold Glove ceremony in New York. You didn't celebrate. Y'all ain't go nowhere to celebrate. I mean, obviously with the team. I'm talking about like for you personally. Like, did y'all like, you know, we I want or buy yourself a chain or or whatever it is, you know. Nothing. I was um I was given gifted a private flight from the Gold Glove event um from New York to Arizona mm. where out of the moment, spur of the moment, that's where I was spending my off season in the complex in Mesa and I went outside and I, I ran some sprints. Mm. I walked in, people were like, yo, Jay, what's up? Like the champ is here. I don't know if we start some music, what? I was like, bro, if y'all get the fuck out of my way, mm. I'm going to field four back here and I got some poles to run. Cause uh that ain't it. Yeah, okay. Um went on a vacation, mm-hmm. you know, a- after that for, for a couple weeks, but then it was right back to Mesa. Bro, I had just built a home in Atlanta. End of 2015, it was completed when I got done with the season with St. Louis. And 2015 is the last like offseason I lived in Atlanta. The last offseason I lived in that house. Huh. I immediately said, I'm going to Arizona. I got work to do. Need to get everything done at one time. Spent the next couple offseasons out there. Um, then it was back and forth between there and Chicago. Okay, so... And then you, you know, in Chicago, boom, boom, boom. And then this, take me to this offseason because I know you and Freddie, because all this, my, during all this time, Freddie's around. Like you and Freddie are the original homeboys. And, <laughs> you know, I've gotten to, gotten really tight with Freddie. So you, we both understand Freddie. Obviously, you do a different way since you've known him since you were, what, 18? Y'all played minor league ball together. 16. 16. There you go. So, minor league ball everything together and so now going through this offseason i know he played a part in getting you here so how how what kind of role or what what did he tell you about the dodgers that made you want to uh come over to quote unquote the dark side um he he didn't have to sell me much uh-huh. um outside looking in as a, as a baseball player a competitor I already knew what it was. Like, expect to win. Right. Yeah. And that had a two stars from the top. Yep. Um, roster construction, amount of money put into it, but also the amount of time put into bringing personnel in. Someone like myself, um, you know, as an opportunity to let's get the best out of this guy. Uh-huh. I, I've seen that over and over over the years. Um, the a big one that stands out to me is Justin Turner when he came over from yep. the Mets. Yep. Um, he got to LA. Resurgence, you know, you know what I'm saying. Was a resurgence, probably just that's where he became Justin Turner, right? Mr. JT for me when he had to walk out uh, to Justin Timberlake. I was like, bro, that was that was dope. That was dope. That's dope. I remember hearing it. But all in all, like I had already had kind of my own understanding, and beggars can't be choosers at this point. I'm like, bro, somebody may not call. I might be going to the house and hanging out with the fam and figuring something else out. Okay, Um, but. Free's small pitch was, hey, you you were really like Mookie. Um, he's he's a gamer, dude. Loves to loves to win. Goes about it the right way every day. Curse is awesome. Uh-huh. This and that. Andrew and them like they put a lot of time into to trying to win every single day. Um, Doc's really great communicator. Yep. yep. Um, kind of those things that I, that I remember at the time. But he was like, look, man, like they'll shoot you straight. I think that was probably the biggest thing was they will shoot you straight. They'll tell you everything they're thinking and mm-hmm. you'll always know where you stand with them. And I told Andrew that's that's the, the best they can do to you and, and do right by you in that way. And it's been that and and more since. What do you and then obviously like I said well, earlier, you're having a really good year. And do you you've had hitting coaches, many hitting coaches, I'm sure. I've had many hitting coaches. Where would you rank like our our guys? The the group collectively top. Yeah. I would say that. It's it's not even just the two the main two guys. Cause it's it's a whole it, like you said, it's a whole group of people. And right. it, it really Emily, who is in there with us, she's like 
really one of the most important people I've ever met. Guru. <laughs> yeah, she's a guru when it comes to hitting. And it's like, you wouldn't know that. Right. You know, and to your point, like you have, you think you only have one or two hitting coaches. No, you really got a group of them. Right. And so you feel like that has really um, helped you a lot, I'm assuming. I believe so. And would you say that, I, I, I'm not gonna say everybody should have access to this type of things, but would you say that everybody should kind of, if you want to become better, if you want to get better, you should kind of learn about some of these things. And I know obviously access is one thing, but some of the things that you're learning, like I feel like everyone should get access to or at least try and like the driveline type stuff. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like everyone has access to it. And if you want to become a better player, you need to do things like driveline on the mocap or, or learn about these type of things. And so I feel like the Dodgers do a really, really good job of that. And seeing you, seeing it, it's, it's like seeing you is, is like a, a, a live test. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I, I, I've only had my own experience with it, but seeing you, it's like, man, you know, it, it, it's super cool being being a Dodger. Like I, I now, I'm just saying this now. Like being a Dodger, and, and I'm blessed, you know, to have access to these type of things and, and these people. No doubt, you know, and especially you now. But you know, the, the hitting coaches and the the Clayton, even Clayton, our our uh, our, our uh, outfield first base coach, like awesome. That, that's why I think it's like really imperative. Is that bro? Literally, everyone is on the same page. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, and when I say that, not just for like the message, like that's that's already like an accomplishment in itself. Like everyone be on the same page, like, hey, your hips, this and that, or whatever your hands, it, or yeah. your stick it, whatever it is, or your finish or your start, uh -huh. any of that stuff. But then to have everyone be on the same page, like in the tough times, right? Like people know what you're riding with. And for them to be there and just kind of like, Checks and balances, uh -huh. accountability. Uh -huh. They do all that. Consoling, like just bro, positioning, how you're standing, posture, whatever. Like you can intend to do all those things, yep. but they have it down to me as the most organic way for it to be done, and it's really genuine. It is. It, it, it is super genuine. They care about you. Their therapist, like you said, the therapist. Mm -hmm. I mean, everything is so. Uh, like I said, it's, I'm I'm glad you're a Dodger. I'm glad that you're happy to be a Dodger and that you um, have resurged because it's super dope, man. It's super dope. And Freddie, and Freddie told me like, we got to get Jason here, man. You're gonna love him. And, and, and I was like, all right, all right, I ain't never really because I we had never really met ever, ever. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And so, I mean, we're both outfield. And when you're both outfielders, like you never cross paths. Especially American League, National League. National League. So, you know, I had never been to Wrigley. I, right. I think I'd played, you know, one time I'd played against y'all maybe once or yeah. twice. And so we had never crossed paths. And he was telling me, you're going to love Jason. You're going to love Jason. Like, All right, Freddie, whatever. Whatever. We'll, we'll see. And and <laughs> turns out, you know what I'm saying? Now it's like we're the three amigos. Um, you know, <laughs> Freddie calls it, us the, uh, the uh, uh, Oreo. The Oreo. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate you, bro. I appreciate y'all. Of course. Sure. Of course, bro. So um, yesterday we played. Uh, well, I was with JD. Uh -huh. now, you, you like football, right? I appreciate the off-season football, like you got something to watch every okay. Monday, Thursday, Sunday, and yeah. you got some camaraderie with friends, family, yeah. whatever. Like, you get to watch the Gladiators do their thing. And you're in our fantasy league. I'm in there. I'm in there as well. I, me and JD are on teams, and playing fantasy, Um, I'm not good at it. You know, I'm I'm not good at it. I, I've uh, I'm, I'm in the league, but now I don't really watch what's going on. It's hard. It's too hard for me to keep up with. It's very hard. You know, it. it I feel like on Thursday night when you got to do your lineup, I'm bowling, man. I ain't got time to be. Well, whatever doing my fantasy. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it is you're doing. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Like I'm saying, like, bro, I'm not locked into setting the lineup. Or no, I can't do that. Who's the matchup? who traded somebody waiver wire all, all all type of stuff we got guys that are all in on it you know locked in 
They want to talk about trades during the game, after the game, before the game. And I get it. That's their cup of tea. Only people I know is on my teams. I got Tua and Tyreek Hill. After that, I don't know who we got. <laughs> so, who's on your team? So I'm I'm a part of the group, the, the Trace Amigos. All right. So who's who? So who yeah. It's Brandon, who's like our president of operations. BMAC, okay. And no, Brandon, uh, Club, oh. Brandon, Clubhouse. Oh, little Brandon. Running it. Oh. And then okay. Miggy Rowe. Okay. So we like the assistant GMs, but I'm re I'm really like the assistant to the assistant. <laughs> so you down on the totem bro, pole. Down on the totem pole. But seeing that dialogue between Miggy and Brandon every day, bro, when we have our little group chat, Miggy's like, Brandon, what do you mean that you don't know how it's going to go this week? Like, <laughs> like, what do you mean you don't know how it's going to go? He doesn't really know anything about football at all. He knows, bro. Oh, Miggy does. Miggy knows. He That's acts like he funny. doesn't. Bro, he act like he don't, but he, all his I don't know. I know nothing about football. I know nothing about football. He's being respectful to like he don't know the X's and O's. Oh, like he knows okay. the players. Okay, and okay, he knows matchups and stuff like that. So that dialogue is hilarious. But we got um, Jalen Hurts, our QB, okay. Travis Kelsey. Okay, um, on our bench at the moment as a backup QB because Jalen runs the ball a lot. Whatever you don't know how it's gonna go. We got Birdie from uh, San Francisco. B e r t i. No, that's that's the that's the he plays. I think that's his name, Birdie. Though, right? The 49ers. I don't know. Maybe I know. I think that's B U R. We're struggling right now. I don't know. We go in the clubhouse and everybody, but you don't know who's on your bench right now. You know that that's exactly how they would look at us. That's exactly. Especially Barnsy. Barnsy like, bro. He was like, trade him to me. Trade him to me right now. But nah, like I can't keep up with you. Know. Okay. All right. So at least I don't feel bad. So okay. Let's do this because I played this game with 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 JD. Yesterday, we're going to make our own fantasy team. And this is with Dodger players. So we're picking, like, our lineup? Football. We're going football. Um, okay, so I, I, you follow me. I got you. So I played this with JD, and I'm not going to make the same team as yesterday. Make a different team. But one thing I will say is for my QB, mm -hmm. my QB1 for my fantasy team, it's me. It's got to be me. <laughs> After that, I'll change everybody else. So who's your QB1 on our Dodgers roster? I would say you. <laughs> but you are the pick. You. <laughs> okay, so you got to pick somebody else? Um, I'm going to go with Bobby. Bobby Miller. Bobby Miller. Okay. Slay. I thought you were going to go with like Kirsch or somebody like that. I would go with Kirsch, but... You went with Bobby. I went with Bobby because I'm just like I'm thinking like the deep ball. Bobby probably got a bazooka. Cause I'm I'm wide out one. Okay, so <laughs> before we get there, <laughs> before we get there, okay, who are you going with your D end? I I I went Gratterall yesterday. <laughs> okay, my D that's real, right? That's right? real. That's cold. I think today for my D end, I'm gonna go with. I think I want to go with. We don't have that many options for the end. Not for the end. Not any mm, big athletic dudes. I mean, Gratterall is the perfect one. The end now, I mean, <sighs> Audi. I'm going to go Outman. Damn. I was thinking that. Who you got? I'm just going to go Gratterall then. You got better. Okay, yeah, all right. Cool. <laughs> so, Bazooka. Okay, so we know who wide receiver one is. You pick you. Uh -huh. I picked Joe Kelly yesterday. Okay. So now I'm trying to think who I'm going to pick today. My wide receiver one. See, so, uh, uh, I think I may go with a sleeper. Who I feel like is really athletic and CT. I like that. I like that a lot. Because he's fast. Yeah. And he's like really coordinated. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, because there's a lot of guys that are really fast and can't run and catch. But right. CT is not one of those. He can do all CT that. CT a ball player. He's a baller. Ball player, bro. Baller. Sure All right. So what about your running back? Hold on. I gotta go running back right now. Yeah, you picking it? I can't. I, uh, you want me to go first? No, nah, I'm saying, can I go something else yeah. before you claim it? Yeah, you competing. Okay, go ahead. Tight end, Freddie Free. Okay, boom. <laughs> Tight end, Freddie Free. Boom. 
Okay, your tight end is Freddie Pre. That's that's there is. I don't know that there's a better option for that on our team. Let's go. But let me see. Freddie Free is your tight end. I will go with. You know what? I think I will go months because he played football, mm-hmm. and I bet he's really good at football. Yeah, and he can, and he's coordinated like he he ain't fast, but he can <laughs> catch. You know, like, he can catch, move around. He likes physicality. And he gonna trust somebody. And he gonna run over somebody. Yeah, I had him as my fullback yesterday. Okay, but uh, tight end today. Gotcha. So okay, so now now running back. Who who, who you got in your running back? Running back. You already took Audi. That was gonna be my running back. Yeah, but you can you can have him on your for your running back. I can't. We can do that. Yeah, whatever. It's fantasy. Hold on, hold on. It's fantasy. Let me let me see if I another option in right, first. But so um, I think I picked Audi yesterday. You know who I made would pick today as my running back. I think I would do. Um, And, and I, I, I was gonna say Peralta, but no, nah. he don't breathe when he. Nah, runs. he did not breathe when he run. <laughs> and he be, he be, he be running on his toes, man. Peralta gonna go, go through the hole and get smacked. Get <laughs> put on his back, boy. Right here. <laughs> I don't know who. I don't, I don't know who my running back would be. Golly. Um, you know what? No. You know what? I think I may go with like Pepio. Pep. Pep. Because I feel like Pep is, he's the perfect balance of confident to go in and do it. But I think he has the the little insecurity of not pitching well or not hitting the hole or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's going to make him do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he's, he's scared to not do it, so he's going to do it. Who's your guy? Ooh, I'm gonna go with uh, Rosario. Rosie, Rosie, because he gonna be one of them scat backs. Yeah, I can hit him. He, I can hit him in the flat. Yeah, whatever. Maybe over the middle. Yeah, but also give him the ball and and give him some. Strength. And Rosie's fast. He's taking off. He's taking off. Okay, so now last one, kicker. Kicker. Mm. I said somebody Spanish yesterday. It was it was probably a microaggression. Why? Um. Because Spanish people are typically good at soccer, and I figured they could kick. Who's who's Miggy Rowe, but I wouldn't trust him as a kicker. Kicker, uh, DP. I wouldn't be able to take Miggy serious. No, uh, if I knew he had to kick, if if (laughs) it was Miggy, and I had three seconds left on the clock, and (laughs) Miggy had to line up for a kick, I think he would be laughing and joking, no matter what. No matter what. <laughs> there is no lock in with Mickey Rowe. But I wouldn't pick him. I wouldn't pick him, DP, Gratterall, no. I don't know who I would pick for my kicker, man. Because I haven't seen anybody really kick a ball. I'm going to pick. Um, I'm going to pick EP, Evan Phillips. Because he's the closer. He's the closer. He, he's been in the spot. He's going to get more chances to do it uh-huh. if he's a kicker during uh-huh. the game. My closer. I think I'm just going to go for two. Because we don't have any kicker. I don't have a game. You QB1, so you might yeah, do an option. You might keep it. I feel like I trust myself to do it, to 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 get us in there. Mookie Betts. <laughs> you ever done Immaculate Grid? We'll have to do it. Don't even worry about it. it, it we, um, I'm not good at it. And I remember uh, I, I, don't, I don't really want to do myself like that today. You know what I'm saying? Because we're going to get up there. I mean, unless you want to do it, you want to do it. I've never done this. I've yeah, seen. you know what I'm saying? I, I tried, though. A, a Hall of Fame brave. Who's a Hall of Fame brave? Hall of Fame. I mean, Greg Maddox. So that's your pick? Uh, I, he's in the Hall of Fame, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just saying that's, that's, yeah. that's let's, let's roll with Greg Maddox. So do I go with another one now? Or, or we can do oh, no. We just we just fill out the whole thing. Okay, gotcha. Think, uh, 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 so, Cleveland is Jim. Jim Tomey. Jim Tomey. Hall of Fame. Let's go with Jim Tomey. Uh, Kansas City Hall of Fame. George Brett. I mean, George Brett. I think George Brett. Right. Atlanta All Star, 
I mean, Atlanta All Star. Hank Aaron. There, there you go. I got, I got to have his name in there. <laughs> All right. A Cleveland All Star. I mean, there's a million of them. Um, let's go. Uh, Kenny Lofton. Okay. I don't know if he was All Star. I don't know. We'll have to find out though. Right. It ain't gonna be my fault. That's fine. Got him. All right. Uh, Kansas City All Star. Um, we're going Bo Jackson. Mm -hmm. you're, you're crushing it, bro. Hello. Yeah. All right. So now you got three more. Uh, a, a brave that's won twenty games. I mean, there's I can. Boy. There's a million of them. Tom Glad. There you go. Tom Glad. All right, a, uh, a guardian, Cleveland, that uh, has won 20 games. Now, I don't know this. Oh, see, see that? Oh, nice. Okay. All right, cool. I had to. Come on. You would, he, you would think. Cece, too cold. No, he never won 20 games. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Okay. What about uh, the last one? Uh, another one, or we, or we go? No, we only got one more guest. Okay. Left. So, uh, or, or you can do the the uh Cleveland 20 win or Kansas City 20 win which one you want to do I'm gonna go Cleveland 20 wins yeah Cleveland um I don't even know all the pitchers with Cleveland. I don't know the there's two I could guess Dang. okay give me the options I'm gonna two. it's either Kluber or um Bartolo I Oop. think I want to go. I don't, yeah, Kluber was man. He was with Cleveland. Boy, God, I'll leave. Didn't he get us? Did you decide young with him? I, I think. I'm saying Kluber. Let's do Kluber then. Let's try Kluber. Come on, get in there. Did we get it? Yep. Let's go. What was the last one on the bottom right? Because I don't know. Uh, well, before we. Yeah, let's see who's on the bottom right. I want to see who that. Five chances. I don't. Know. I ain't never. Who was that? I don't know. Brett Saberhagen. I don't know who that is. I though. remember the name. You remember the name? I remember the name. Oh. Sorry, Brett. I know. I know. I disrespect you. Nah, no doubt. <laughs> All right. So, you know what? We got a couple fan questions. You want to answer? Answer yeah, a couple fan it. questions. Let's same. do it. All right. Let's do it. How did you choose the wine when you gifted the Dodgers? I know early you you gave us a, a bottle of of wine. So how did you go about choosing the wine? Um, I just chose something that positive vibes, and it made me feel like cozy in a happy space. When I think about Caymans, I think about like off season, um, with my in laws, with V's family. We have like some charcuterie type meat, fruit, whatever. And that's just to like like enjoy kicking it, have it out set the mood and get ready to carve out some space for the re the real food for the real meal charcuterie <laughs> <laughs> hey it's, it's european yeah. <laughs> right. okay so um which city do you do, which city do you love more st louis or chicago st louis or chicago or chicago 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 I'm a resident. I, I know for you. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But I mean it was a fan question. No, I'm not. I'm just saying, I got you. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? No, they I'm, they uh yeah. I know you love chicago just I learned it this year when we went and just seeing when we went to your spot, um, seeing you talk about just the city in general, the food, the place to go, being a being being out on the water. So uh, yeah, I could have answered that one, Chicago for sure. All right, last one, um, and this is a, a, a easy answer. Who's the most locked in to the the fantasy league? The most locked in. I think there's only one man. Yeah. I mean, he's it's before the game, after the game, during the game. I mean, I he, could text him right now and ask him something about fantasy, and he would get back to me right away. I think he would. If you asked him what you were doing, he wouldn't text back. But right. if you asked him about fantasy, right away, immediately. Yeah, Austin Barnes. Austin Barnes. Austin Barnes. Without a, without a doubt. So, OG, thanks for coming on the show, man. Um, 
you know, it's really good. You know, this season has been really good to to get to know you. Um, likewise, it's likewise. been, you know, we had, like I said, we missed each other. And you came up a little bit before me, but there were some, there's been a lot of years that we crossed paths, but never crossed paths, if right. that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, it's really, uh, really good to really meet you. Freddie was right. You know, uh, hey, he's always home. right. He's always, man, he's man, always right. He is never wrong. But he's, no. If he said he's right, he's right. <laughs> he's he's gonna be right. You know what I'm saying? But uh, that's ready though. But yeah, man, um, it's been awesome. I think uh, you you know you're gonna be a super super important piece for us. Not even just baseball wise uh, or on the field, but like off the field for us, especially going down this stretch. Because um, you know, me and Freddie, we get lost in playing every day. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And so we need yeah. someone to kind of keep us in check and keep us. Um, yeah, I, what word am I looking for? Uh, hold us accountable. Accountability. You know, so I kind of keep us uh, accountable, and uh, you do that, man. You do that. You, Miggy Rowe, y'all, y'all really, you, you especially though, you really, really do that. And so I thank you for that, man, because it's really helped me this year, and it's, you've taught me how to be a better leader. Um, I don't have to do it right now because you're you're here, so I just let <laughs> you do your thing. But you really have uh, have taught me a lot, um, just by being around, man. And uh, you can always learn from someone, and especially when you're open minded. You taught me to be open minded and just to think differently about things. And um, get, you give give me a lot of perspectives, and it's just been uh, you've been nothing but positive for me and the Dodgers, bro. So I want you to know that, and um, I'm sure everybody's already told you that. And, you already know that now, you know, you know, you that, that dude. So I appreciate uh, y'all, man. But yeah, man, uh, thanks for coming on and, uh, shoot, we'll, uh, we'll get back on it. We got two more, bro, to finish strong and, uh, we'll get this week. We'll get this week off. So I'm so happy for the next week, man. But that's besides the point. Anyways, <laughs> thank you guys for watching. This is your boy, Jay Hay, and, uh, we'll see you guys later on. Thank you guys. Appreciate you, bro. Love.